0: Hey, can you hear me? This is Patrick. I decided I'd record a short podcast. Well, starting off short anyways, we'll find out. Uh, I made an email for you guys to email me at uh, patricksdumbpodcast at gmail. Uh, I figure if I'm going to be asking you guys questions, and uh, what it's mostly for, though, is You know, I plan on talking about mental health, and uh, I figure people will probably want to, you know, they'll hear something that applies to them, or they'll want to correct me on something. So I I wanted to give you guys a way to uh, reach out and tell me I'm dumb, or ask me about yourself. Uh, You know, I can't guarantee any answers for you guys, but uh, I could probably uh, try and find answers for you. Okay, um, one of the things I wanted to go over is that you're uh, smarter than you think. Like, you've got knowledge that you're not using, uh, and a lot of times people tap that knowledge by if you've got a problem, think of it as if, if your friend had a problem. How would you describe to your friend what uh how they could fix that problem? And that's seems like a pretty obvious uh thing, but you know, I never did it and so I assume probably a lot of other people don't use it in their everyday life, so um, and I found that uh with mental health it's easier to Uh, define your emotions uh, when you can just des- define and describe your emotions and your mental health it makes it uh, ten times easier to get better because then you realize what you're going through you know you you might just be uh, sad and depressed all the time but you lock it down and so you're just going through life uh, like a robot Because you know you're not happy, but you don't know why. So you uh, just lock it down and just keep going through life. Um, So when you describe and define things, uh, at least for me, it helps me realize what I was doing. Uh, And that's one of the reasons I, I started this podcast was I figured it. If I can help myself, maybe I can help somebody else. And then also help myself at the same time. Uh, And I don't have any kind of background in psychology, by the way. Uh, Don't listen to me if you think you're going to learn textbook knowledge. Because I had a couple of psychology classes in college, but uh, that's about it. Uh, You know, I like to... uh, read about psychology in my part-time sometimes in my part-time in my off time Uh, anyways so and I'm not very good at putting things into words as you guys might have noticed but you know that doesn't stop you from thinking and a lot of times I only think, and I don't talk, and so that's one of the things I'm trying to change, is I'm trying to talk while I'm thinking, and think while I'm talking, uh, to get my brain to sync up, uh, and where was I going? Oh yeah, and then, so, I figure if I can, if I'm going through this, somebody else is probably going through this, so... You know I can look at psychology through a fresh pair of eyes while at the same time telling you guys that I don't know what I'm talking about so uh, you have to make your own decisions there uh, and you know you don't have to be a psychologist or go see a psychologist to uh, feel better uh, if you you know get a paper cut or something a physical ailment you know when you need to go to a doctor for a physical ailment so you should also do the same with your mental health if you feel like you need to go to the doctor then you probably should go to a doctor um, but if it's something simple where you're like okay maybe I'll just put some Neosporin on it, put a band-aid on it and it, it'll heal ten times faster than if I just ignore it because uh, being from the Midwest I've gotten Plenty of paper cuts, and uh, I'm sure plenty of you have cuts on your hands that you just ignore them. Uh, Maybe put some electrical tape on it, maybe put some duct tape on it. Uh, That's uh, what we do where I'm from. Uh, And, you know what, the cut doesn't heal like that. you got to put a Band-Aid and Neosporin on it. Or, uh, what's the generic form of Neosporin? Uh... Well, I'll, like I said, I can't think and talk at the same time, so I've f- forgotten. I'll remember it here in a minute, and I'll probably yell it out, and you'll be like, what the heck are you talking about? Um, by the way, how, how do I sound? I'm using my gaming headset, which is just like a $30 headset that I got. Uh, it's not fancy. It's not a name brand or anything. So... Hopefully, if anybody is listening to this on a really good set of speakers, they won't notice a difference. I figured I'll just try out different microphones, because I plan on using this as a guest microphone if I ever have uh, guests, which, by the way, um, I am working on getting guests for the podcast, uh, being a mental health podcast, it's not something that you just go on for fun, uh and I don't expect people to jump at the chance to be on my podcast. Uh, so... I've got to figure out a way to come at this from a very serious angle, because in real life I'm very flippant. Uh, I don't take anything really seriously. That Probably that's why it took so long for me to, um... pay attention to my mental health. Uh... So I'm gonna be tried I'm gonna try to be less flippant on this podcast, uh, because I feel like the topic deserves it. But at the same time, not everything needs to be super deep. Uh, in fact I was thinking about pop stars and how they relate to what uh, I've been doing with uh, defining and describing things. This is the reason I started the podcast. I was thinking about uh, Miley Cyrus and Lady Gaga and Elton John uh, and their career trajectories. Uh, oh, and uh, I guess Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and uh, were the ones that... Uh, uh, I first noticed this and I realized that all the current pop stars are all doing the same thing, too, is, uh, Britney Spears, when she first came out, uh, she was a Disney kid, I don't know, she was on Nickelodeon or something, I don't know, I'd never had cable growing up, so, but, she was some form of Disney star, her and Justin Timberlake, and, uh, to get out of that kid bubble that she was in when she first started came on, come out with songs. She started doing, uh, you know, showing more skin and uh, doing more adult topic kind of uh, things. Uh, and Christina Aguilera definitely uh, did that. Where she did the music video Dirty, I think it was, was her major change. Which, I'm I'm just talking about this stuff from memory, so I might be completely wrong on a lot of these things, but from what I remember, this is how it went. Uh, Yeah, so Christina Aguilera did the music video Dirty, and uh, so she went from being a kid to being an adult uh, in the eyes of people. That was... other pop stars might have done this before, but I was the same age as them, so this is what I noticed. Um, and then I got to thinking about Miley Cyrus and how she started off as a kid star and she had to change her look and her public perception so she uh, to get away from the Hannah Montana personality To so she started you know uh, doing more uh, adult oriented uh, songs and stuff and Lady Lady Gaga never had to... Uh, like, she didn't come out as a kid, so she never had to get away from it, but uh, as I was going down a, a rabbit hole listening to her music one day, watching the music videos, I kind of realized that Lady Gaga has real big anime eyes. So, and then... So and she's kind of short so I'm thinking in real life she probably looks like she's 12 years old when you see her you know out of makeup and away from you know the costumes and stuff like that Uh, and so I think that's why in her early music videos she stayed away from showing her eyes you always see sunglasses on and like she was playing to her strengths she was uh, well not the the eyes are not a strength, but it wasn't the look she was going for, having big anime eyes. So she covered them up with um, sunglasses and, you know, focused more on her nose and mouth region for the camera. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this now, but, uh, anyways, so, you know, pop stars have to be very uh, aware of how people perceive them for their career, so everything, especially Lady Gaga, everything they do is, uh, very on point, point. and I got to thinking Lady Gaga is probably like a, some kind of a pop star genius, cause, you know, all these other pop stars that come out and do things, uh, they kind of play around and just go with whatever works best, and you know, they probably have producers and stuff that help them out with that stuff too. Uh, Lady Gaga seemed to just come out of the gate swinging. She uh, she started off with the pop albums, and then she went into the more artsy stuff, and then she had like country style albums, and she's probably got a rock album in there somewhere. I don't know. Uh, but you know, that's something I think of. Getting back to the larger topic is you got to describe things define them and think about them and just keep thinking about them and do that with your mental health. Think about your feelings. Uh, One more example of thinking about how you think. Um, Elton John. uh, Here lately, you know, like I've been trying to watch more uh, pop stars because I'm a big fan of pop when I uh, depending on my mood uh, you can sometimes control your mood by listening to different styles of music. Uh, if you're feeling down, you can use light poppy music to bring you up. if you're feeling manic and you're up and all over the place you can you know use heavier music to bring you down. Uh, and so that's, uh, what I do, I listen to basically all kinds of music, uh, the only thing I really don't like is 90s grunge rock, I, um, I don't know, it just doesn't click with me, so, which that's not saying it's bad or anything, it's just not something for me, um, but yeah, Elton John, I, uh, never thought much about him, growing up, and, and then, you know, like I was sitting here thinking about different things, you go down a rabbit hole, and you're thinking, and I want to try and appreciate more music, so I've been listening to more and more stuff, and then, like, and Elton John was one of those people that, he, it's a household name, but you, I've never actually listened to any of his stuff, except for maybe Tiny Dancer, you know, stuff that's in the movies, Uh, which is an amazing song, but, you know, I wasn't going to listen to, because when I thought of Elton John, I thought of just some older guy behind a piano. That's uh, what I thought of. Uh, So I just kind of stayed away. Uh, And I didn't even know what genre of music he sang. I just said something to do with piano. But, then when I'm uh, sitting here like looking at new artists who appreciate and older artists to appreciate that I've never thought about before I realized it's like you know what Elton John's done a lot of uh duos like with Eminem and he d- did one with Dua Lipa here recently I think he did one with Lady Gaga and oh and I saw him on Instagram with uh Rina Sawayama uh I follow her on Instagram, and I saw her uh, posting some photos with him, and so, I kind of work backwards like that, where instead of somebody famous making somebody that doesn't know, you know, like with uh, Rina Sawayama, uh, when he does a, what do they call it, when two artists come together and make something, anyways you would think that it would make her more famous which it probably does but for me it made me appreciate uh, Elton John more uh, which I had never listened to his music before so I decided to go and listen to it. Uh, And he's got a really amazing uh, career. Like, hey guys have you heard of this Elton John guy? It's pretty good. um, So yeah, that's just a long roundabout way of talking about uh, describing, defining what you're feeling, you guys can, um, use that in your everyday life, uh, along with meditation, meditation helps out a lot with, um, mental health, because there's been a lot of times where I'm manic or something, and, or, I just can't pay attention, I don't know if it's ADHD or what, but, uh, especially when I was in school, and I was doing, um, online classes I would use meditation to bring me down and keep me focused on what I was working on uh, you work for an hour and then you your brain just will not look at the keyboard or which I don't look at the keyboard but at the monitor you know what I'm saying um, and so you take 20 minutes you take five minutes and you meditate uh, and you, you make sure there's no distractions you want to have the room that you're in, you want to provide it atmosphere, which is one of the reasons why I have uh, incense here for atmosphere, and I've got different crystals around and stuff like that. Is You have to make the environment around you uh, calm and quiet. You gotta imagine, you know, at least one room in your house. You have to imagine it's like a library where you go in and there's just silence. There's peace. Have you ever walked into a library and You know, everybody's just concentrating on what they're doing. They're not bugging anybody. They're not talking to anybody. At least they're not supposed to. Uh, And there's just silence. There's just peace in a library. And so when you meditate, that's what you should do is uh, create a room, create an atmosphere around you where there's just peace and silence. Uh, Except for maybe I like to put on some... Uh, like meditation music, I just search for meditation music on YouTube or something, uh, that's just, you know, like all wind chimes and, uh, you know, basically stuff that's not going to distract you, uh, uh, flutes, yeah, but, uh, yeah, so that's what I, that's how I, I meditate and um, work on my mental health. Uh, let's see, what was I going about defining and describing? Right, that's what we were talking about. Um, okay, let's see. So, I want you to think about what's your most pressing problem in your life right now because usually that's what's affecting your mental health is whatever your largest problem in your life is think about the largest problem in your life right now and if somebody else had that problem how would you tell them that they could mitigate it they don't even have to fix it they uh, just mitigate it uh, take small steps because when you're fixing something especially if it's a long-term problem you can't just fix it all at once you got to take small steps uh, and you got to take that first small step so how would you tell your friend to take that first small step what's the first small step what's the next small step uh, and then don't go any further after that I mean as far as thinking about it do the first step then do the second step and then you can think about what else is on the next on the list for cleaning up your life right now. Because that's what I've been doing. Uh, So, that's, uh, oh yeah, and I was talking to my uh, niece today. I'm trying to get her on the podcast. Uh, I think she's got some good opinions on you know, today's culture and everything. Uh, And then, uh, I've got other uh, family members that I want to bring on that are uh, how would you say it uh, gender fluid and I I think I uh, I think I might have insulted them a little bit when I misgendered them asking them to come on the podcast which that's my fault I've known them for 10 years I think as being uh, gender fluid and uh, I still haven't taken the steps to changing the way I speak about uh, gendered language and like I said we're, let's talk about being flippant earlier uh, that's one of the things I try not to be flippant about is uh, things like gendered language and being woke and because uh, it's easy to dismiss it like oh you're woke yeah, whatever, PC, but really it's, uh, like, the people that are, are woke or PC, that's not the real problems in the world, we've got real problems in the world, and people trying to be nice to each other is not one of those problems, and that's one of the things I wanted to work on when I am defining myself, is I'm also redefining myself as, you know what, I'm taking a stand, I'm, uh, hard left as far as, you know, being nice to people, like, don't be a dick, uh, it doesn't help anything, uh, in fact, I, I'm trying to work on my driving, because I road rage a lot driving in St. Louis, which probably a lot of people in St. Louis will tell you is, that's how you drive, in fact, that's my, my friend when I first, uh, got here, uh, I moved from Kansas City back to St. Louis. And he says, okay, now that you're in St. Louis, you have to drive like an absolute asshole. Like, that's how you drive on the road. So, uh, but I'm, and I kind of fell into that for the last time. Uh, let's see, I'm going to take a break here. Okay, never mind. The computer was saying that it wasn't hearing me, so... I don't know. There might be a break in there. I'm not sure. I don't know if the software stopped recording or not. But it says it's recording now, so we'll just keep going. Okay, uh... So, yeah, I'm trying to get away from road raging. And I felt pretty proud of myself on the way home tonight that I didn't... Uh you know, like dr- drive like an asshole like I normally do. On the way home from work, uh, on the way into work, I definitely did drive like an asshole. I haven't had my coffee yet. I'm going in early. It's Monday morning. Fuck these people. They need to get out of my way. And if you drive slow in the left lane, get out of the left lane. Okay, that's just my little PSA. No parking in the left lane. Uh, the left lane is for passing only. Okay, uh, definitely getting off of the subject now. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's something that I've been working on is my driving. Uh, you know, you try to... You, you get this tool set of ways that you can help yourself. And you use these tools in different areas of your life. Because then you sharpen those tools. And you get better at using them as you use them in different parts of your life. And then it also helps to make you a better person. Uh, that's the way I've been doing it, at least. Um, and, like I said, you know, I'm not trained in therapy or anything. I have no idea how a normal therapy session goes. I've never been, even been in therapy. But, uh, you know how they say that uh, if one person is saying it, then 20 people are thinking it, or you know, there's different sayings, but uh, they all end up saying the same thing, is that I feel like if I say that, that means that there's probably other people that have felt this way, and so that's why I want to put it on the podcast. Um, so, okay, where was I? What did I do with my phone? I had some notes there to keep, keep me on subject. Uh, so, yeah. The uh, most pressing problem we've gone over that how you would tell someone else to handle the situation I've talked about uh, Lady Gaga I love her talked about Elton John he's amazing uh, and I've got uh, other friends I plan on bringing onto the podcast uh, that actually do know what they're talking about so hopefully at some point you'll be able to hear somebody talk, uh, intellectually, because, uh, yeah, that's, uh, speaking of, I wanted to bring that up, was, uh, not knowing what you're talking about. Uh, it's fine to not know what you're talking about, because that's exactly what I'm doing now, but, um, when you become an authority on a subject, uh, Like, there's bad faith arguments and good faith arguments. And I've been thinking about this here lately, about how when somebody comes at a subject, like uh, Stephen Crowder, uh, I feel like all of his arguments are just bad faith arguments. He's not trying to argue so that he can learn something. He's just trying to argue so he can profit off of uh, people's outrage. Uh, and then, uh, and that's something I want to do with my podcast is bring in not exactly arguments uh, but uh, I want to have a good faith conversation where I'm coming into this conversation with the idea to learn something. And I, I want other people to come into the conversation with uh, the idea to learn something. That way we we can all take something home, you know? Uh, and... You know, I, I know a lot of uh, gay people and... Uh, you know... Uh, how would you say it? Uh... uh People of different genders, yeah. I guess there isn't really. I mean, there's there's a bunch of terms for it, but uh, that's something I I can't really speak to because I don't know anything about it. So uh, that's what w- hopefully we'll get some sub- uh, be able to talk on this podcast about that. Which uh, that's something else I have to be very careful about is uh, just bringing on people to talk about therapy. And be like, hey, just air out your biggest problems on, on air, you know, for the world wide web to hear you. Like, that's, people don't want to do that. Uh, when you talk about race, uh, I've found this out, or it's, I've been using my tool set to work on uh, other problems uh, where I think about how problems are perceived and what's been done f- about other problems like race. Um, and I was talking to somebody that was uh, uh, not you ever think uh, you ever forget about what you're thinking about, how you have, good scientific words lined up in your brain and then you just completely forget them all like and so that's what why end up, I end up being flippant a lot of times is I forget all of the the actual words I know um. Oh okay anyways getting back to the subject at hand uh, so I was talking to a, a mixed-race person about race which I feel is fine because you know you go into a conversation with an open mind to and you create a conversation to find answers and that's what a, a good faith conversation is about uh if you're going into a an a conversation about race with just bad faith intentions like no just stop i don't want to hear it uh i know you're not going to change your mind so i'm not going to talk to you about it uh but anyways, so I was talking to a uh, mixed-race person about race. And I realized that they weren't interested in this conversation that I was having with them. That I was basically dragging them into a conversation about race. Uh, so that's something that I'm going to have to work on with all uh, of my guests. And, you know, kind of being able to... like whether they want to talk about a subject or not whether they're you know gender fluid or a different race or a different sexuality uh i gotta be very careful not to be flipping about that uh because you know like they're only in the conversation for as long as they want to be and once you like corner them verbally or whatever uh which that I'm not saying I would do that, but you know, in a normal conversation, sometimes people can feel uh, like they don't want to be in the conversation anymore, but they don't know how to say that, and so uh, you know, like just bad feelings come out, and then so then discussions about race or sexuality or gender, they just come out uh, all skewed, and then the bad faith. Actors will say, "Hey, look at that! They can't even talk amongst themselves about uh, these different subjects, even though they're very sensitive, touchy subjects." Uh, speaking of which, uh, and I've I've heard uh, uh, Stephen King say this before uh, when well, he was saying it about writing, but uh, uh, his, I think it was his, in his book on writing. Uh He said that uh, people will read or watch violence all day long because they don't know violence in their lives so they don't care. Uh, whereas people, if they see somebody having sex or being sexy or s- anything to do with genitals, like they flip out because uh, you know, they're very intimately aware of genitals. Uh, so if you see somebody that can't stop talking about genitals, that's probably why say they're intimately aware of their own genitals and they're not comfortable with them. Uh, so, yeah, I think I've kind of run out of things to talk about. Um, these are all subjects that I want to explore further. You know, right now I'm just talking to myself. I'm not learning anything, uh. I'm just kind of laying out a groundwork for you guys uh, about things and topics I want to go over with the podcast. Um, Let's see. So, yeah, I've got the email if you guys want to ask me questions or have your questions answered or tell me that I'm an idiot. Uh, What email was it again? Patrick's Dumb Podcast. That's uh, and it's basically how I say it is how you'd spell it. Patrick's Dumb Podcast. Uh, Patrick S. Dumb D-U-M-B Podcast at Gmail. And that way you guys can email me and tell me how much of an idiot I am or whether you'd like to hear more of this stuff, whether I'm way off on th- something or I'm on point on something. And that way, as the podcast continues, I can tell you whether the tools that I use for therapy are tools you should also use. Or maybe I'll come on here and be like, hey, you know that thing I was talking about? Yeah, I'm full of shit Mm and don't ever listen to me. Uh, Yeah, so the podcast will probably have to end after that. But, you know, maybe I can get some good experts on. That way you don't have to listen to me because I always hate it, uh, when you hear an interview, and the podcaster just keeps talking, it's like, you brought a guest on to listen to them speak, so, that's, I want to bring guests on to listen to them speak, uh, and just maybe, hopefully keep them on topic, that's what I'll, I'll be here for, so, okay, I've wasted enough of you guys' time, uh, yeah, uh, I would say like and subscribe, but I don't think you do that with podcasts. So, you know, share with your friends if you like it. Alright, see you next time.